Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Sometimes They Rescue Us. I'm your host, Kenny, longtime animal lover, uh, been in the pet industry well over 20 years. Um, I created this podcast uh, so we could share heartwarming stories of rescue pets and the impact they have on their owners, um, as well as providing tips from professionals regarding uh, how to be a responsible pet owner. Uh, in the, being in the pet industry for so long, I've built a lot of relationships with some really cool people. So we'll have some really fun guests, veterinarians, dog trainers, dog behaviorists, stuff like that, uh, along with those, those rescue stories. Um, in today's episode, we will be touching on something near and dear to my heart. Um, the reason why I started this podcast, um, you know, this is the first episode, but there's so many reasons of why it's so important to me. Uh, one being personally, I'm an introvert, so this is all stepping out of my comfort zone. But the more important reason is today is Kaya's birthday. Those of you who know me know who Kaya is. Those of you who don't, Kaya is a dog that I owned. She was my baby. She was the dog that impacted my life the most. Um, there was no bond stronger than mine and Kaya's, um, in my opinion. Um, but I'm sure other people feel the same way about their dogs. But um, so we'll discuss her story, how I came across her, um, some of the things I learned while owning her and, and, and building our relationship and our bond. Um, so I do hope you guys enjoy. Uh, so stay tuned and we'll dive right in. Are you a busy pet owner in need of some extra help with your furry friend? Look no further than the Lazy Hound Pet Service Company. Their team, dedicated pet lovers, offer a variety of services to meet your needs, including dog walking, pet sitting, and dog boarding. Whether you need someone to take your pup for a stroll during the day or a safe and comfortable place for them to stay while you're away, they've got you covered. At the Lazy Hound, we, they believe that with love comes loyalty and they treat every pet as if they were their own. So why wait? Give your pet the love and care they deserve with Lazy Hound Pet Service Company. Visit their website or give them a call today. Remember, with love comes loyalty. Welcome back again. My name is Kenny. I'm your host um, of the Sometimes They Rescue Us podcast, podcast brought to share um, heartwarming stories of how these rescue dogs can impact our lives as pet owners. Um, and today's episode, again, is near and dear to my heart. It is my soul dog, Kaya's birthday today. Um, and, you know, she's very, very important to me. Um, she was such a great dog. Uh, our bond was unbreakable. Anyone that knows us, um, they know uh, there was no separating us. Um, but anyways, um, how I got Kaya. Uh, basically, uh, I went back home to visit my parents after losing an older dog of mine named Rockstar, um, who had cancer. He had bone cancer in his jaw. Um, I had to put him down on Christmas Day. And um, I vowed not to get another dog. And I went home and life was just empty without a dog in the house. So uh, I went to visit my parents shortly after Christmas and I went to the local shelter that I used to work at. So I went to say hi to some people that I, that I knew and, um, grandpa Joe, one of my favorite people that worked there, he's a volunteer there. And, um, he, uh, greeted me at the door and he, he had known that Rockstar passed away. He loved Rockstar. And he told me to take a look at the puppies because it was, you know, uh, spring time almost. So there were some puppies in the back. So I went through and litter German Shepherd puppies I remember very clearly um 
front at the front and then some chow mixes um all cute and stuff but i just didn't i didn't bond to any of them like that just looking at them i think i was trying not to um and i went all the way down and you know you start to see the sad dogs and you start getting depressed and stuff like that but there's still i had so much love for rockstar that i was like it's too early it's too early and and then i was walking out and jennifer one of my old co-workers was walking out of the admin office and in her arms she's holding this two-month-old black and white mainly black but little white patches um pit puppy and i instantly fall in love and i just point at the dog and i said i need it and she starts laughing and we're talking about the dog and she's fostering the puppy and she's too young to go home now but she put us in the room so i could spend time with her um and i'll share these on our instagram so make sure you're following us and it's just sometimes they rescue us um on instagram and i'll share some of these photos of kaya as a puppy and and some of her older ones as well um but anyway so i spent some time with her and then after that you know i was just so in love with her and that i'll never get another dog turned into i'll never get another boy dog i guess um and so I, you know, I asked Jen, like, can I adopt her? And she said, you know, she's too young right now. She's only two months, two and a half months. So um, once she turns four, like three and a half, four months, um, and she can get fixed and all that, we'll, we'll um, call you. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then I go home back to LA and kind of forget about it, the situation. Um, I don't remember us talking much about the dog. And then one day they call me and Jennifer and Stacy, who both worked at the shelter, um, and they're calling me about a pit bull in the Van Nuys shelter and they're asking me to go pick this dog up and he only has until 5 p.m. and it's already 4.30 and of course, you know, I'm not going to say no so I drive from Hollywood to, to Van Nuys and I go get this dog right, right, I think I showed up like two minutes before 5 o'clock which they were going to put him to sleep at 5. Um, so I, I get this dog out of the shelter and this is my first time really working with a pit bull so... I'm not familiar with how you're treated <laughs> in that sense. And as we're walking to the car, people are crossing the street and it's a big dog, but he's so friendly, tongues hanging out the side of his mouth, tails wagging. He's just excited to be outside. I don't know if he understood what he just got saved from, um, but he was happy as can be. And his name was Elmo. Um, such a, such a good boy. I'll see if I have his pictures as well. We could put them on the Instagram, but you know, so I take him to the boarding facility I was working at, this dog hotel at the time. So I take him there, I set him up, and I go to the gym to play basketball. And um, Jennifer and Stacy call me, and they, they've made it to L.A., so we meet up at the hotel. Um, and I bring the dog out, and I give him the dog. We talk about some things. They thank me and all that. And then I'm walking back to the car, and, you know, they call me back, and they go, we have something for you. And they bring Kaya out, which she's now about three and a half months. Um I wasn't expecting it, wasn't ready, didn't have no dog food, um, but yeah, I got a new dog, so I take Kaya home, I'm in love with her, she's the cutest little thing, she falls asleep instantly, her paws are just so big, I'm thinking I got this big dog coming, um, and you know, I, I just took her everywhere with me as a puppy, um, and then as she grew older, there was some anxiety issues she had with people, with strangers, um, so kind of breaking her out of that was a little challenge. Um, now that I think about it, it doesn't seem like it was, but I remember at the time I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't, I've never trained dogs or anything like that. So I, you know, went on Google, YouTube, 
and found different methods that people use to help socialize dogs with people, especially puppies. And one of them was teaching them a touch command where you put your hand out, the dog touches your hand with their nose, you reward them with a treat. And she loved this game. Uh, eventually, I was able to pass it from me to friends and, and coworkers without her, you know, getting scared. And then from there, we went from coworkers and friends to strangers. And now, when we're out in the public, if someone wanted to pet her, I would bring out some treats and I would say, you can pet her after we do this if you could help train her. And people were all for it. So it worked out in everyone's favor and Kaya loved it. And then it got to the sense where Kaya was now looking at everybody as, do you have food and treats? So it was great and it really opened her up to, to wanting to meet new people. Um, you know, and as she got older, I could just really see how smart she was and the biggest thing for me, I don't remember how old she was when it clicked with me, that her her life goal was to make sure I was happy. So I could see if she saw me get frustrated, she would get sad and she would almost get depressed. So I had to be very careful when training her not to get frustrated, like not to change my tone, um, make sure I kept everything positive um, or else she would just stop training. She would just go to her bed and lay down and just look at me like, no, nah, I don't I don't want to do this. I can't make you happy kind of thing. Um, a little sensitive, but, you know, love her to death. Um, but yeah, so, you know, as she got older, I just started teaching her like more and more complicated tricks. Uh, we started, you know, basic obedience, sit down, stay, all that spin, dance, all that cool stuff. And then we started getting more and more advanced once I could see it click with her. When, when I saw that she was learning and how she learns, it was so easy to add new things. So teaching her how to turn off a light switch. Um, her most famous one on TikTok was teaching her how to twerk. Uh, we'll also post that on the Instagram. Um, I taught her how to play basketball on a play school hoop. She was just such a fun dog to teach because she was so willing to learn as long as I was happy. Um, and as long as she was happy, which if I'm happy, she's happy. If she's happy, I'm happy. So it was, it was an easy, easy relationship with that. Um, but yeah, you know, people that met us just saw how strong of a bond we had. She was inseparable. If I left, she was looking for me. She was going crazy. It was, it was severe separation anxiety. Um, when I left the daycare, there would be pictures of my coworker would send me where she's standing there with one ear up facing the wall trying to hear my car's brakes because they were squeaking at the time we did get those fixed um but she was just in love with me and i was in love with her too so you know it went, again it went both ways um but while while working with her and, and helping her overcome these anxieties and these fears um it made me want to get into dog training um which you know i i do do it is hard for me right now because, uh, you know, it is very time consuming. It's very draining. Um, my biggest challenge is I'm not the biggest people person. Again, I'm introverted and dog training, training the dog is easy. It's training the owners that I struggle with because maybe I won't connect with them or um, I'm not as assertive as other dog trainers would be and stuff like that, which is stuff I've worked on and, you know, we've gotten better at, but um, but yeah, Kaya is the reason why I decided to get into dog training and, and helping other animals and, and stuff like that. And, and with that, it doesn't necessarily have to be me helping dogs and owners. It, it turned into me helping with rescue dogs, rehabilitating rescue dogs. Um, so shortly after, um, I met a girl, well, my manager set me up with a girl, <laughs> um, 
Her name was Jess. Uh, my manager saw her on Facebook uh, pleading to help a rescue uh, pit bull. Um, and she she set this up to um, have us meet and talk about bringing the rescue dog to the boarding facility and, and helping rehabilitate him and socialize him with other dogs so he'll be more adoptable. And long story short, we end up dating um, Jess and, and, you know, hopefully we'll get her on the podcast as well. Um, she's a very, very, very loving person. Um, one of my best friends now. Um, and her story's great. You know, she put so much, still does, um, but effort into to helping animals. Um, we ended up running our own dog rescue together where we saved thousands of dogs and cats and animals, raccoons and possums and all sorts of stuff. Um, but anyways, she'll, she'll, she'll be, I'm sure she'll be part of the show in one of the future episodes. But, you know, Kaya helped as well. She helped rehabilitate some of the dogs that maybe weren't socialized with dogs because um, she was very mellow. She never over, overstepped her bound, uh, the other dog's boundaries, so dogs felt comfortable around her. Um, she had a very calming energy, um, so dogs tend to like hanging around her, um, and then she would get them to play and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, so Kaya... Uh, is the reason why I got into dog training, why, you know, I started rescuing and rehabilitating dogs, um, and who I am today, um, you know, and then I, I ended up adopting another dog named Casino, actually, I adopted two dogs, like, in the same week, uh, but one didn't work out well, she did very well with women, so one of my coworkers adopted her, and that was Mercy, uh, but Casino was a dog that was being abused, uh, at six months, so I took him in, and didn't plan on keeping him, but, he um he wasn't very good with strangers. He was showing his teeth at six months. I mean the poor dog was, you know, being abused again. So um his rehabilitation was a little different, but you know, Kaya helped him through that. She was able to to show him that, you know, people aren't as bad as as he's dealt with. Um and they became the dynamic duo and um moving on with 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 Kai and and Casino, you know, they were two very separate dogs when it came to training where Kaya was very sensitive again. I couldn't raise my voice or change my tone without her reacting where Casino was more of if you're soft, you're going to get pushed over and walked over, so you had to be a little more stern with him. But Kaya was so sensitive that if you get stern with Casino, she shuts down. So it was like this battle of like making sure you can balance it out um and and stuff like that. Um, which was very challenging at times, but they were, they were both great. Um, and then, you know, we went on hikes, paddle boarding, kayak and everything, you know, she just loved to just be around. If I was doing it, she was down to do it too. And, you know, um, but you know, she just really, really impacted my life. She taught me so much about being empathetic, uh, about having patience, um, working with the rescues and, and herself, Um, and unfortunately she did, she did get diagnosed with cancer. Um, I took her in for a dental, uh, with Beverly, uh, one of the vets that we used when we were doing the rescue. I love Beverly to death, still talk to her to this day. Um, but I, I dropped her off with Beverly. Maybe, you know, I was going to go grab some breakfast while I waited. And maybe five minutes later, Beverly calls me crying. And I, I, I kind of got a sense of what it was, not, not expecting exactly what I heard on the phone, which was she has a tumor that's attached to her tongue, very far back of her tongue, um, and that there was nothing they could do, and, you know, I just asked Beverly, like, how much time do I have with her, and, you know, Beverly 
she gave me, I think she said a couple, I think she said a couple days, maybe a couple weeks. And, you know, I instantly said back, you know, you don't know Kaya like that. So I'm, I'm on my way to come get her. And I go back and I pick her up. And of course I'm crying. I call my mom, everything. So now my mom's sad. I'm sad. Everybody's sad. Um, and, you know, I talked to the people that know Kaya the most and kind of broke the news to him and just came up with a plan on how we were going to get through whatever we had to go through moving forward because unfortunately there was nothing they could do for her at this at this point um the tumor was so far on the back of her tongue they couldn't remove it uh, without removing her tongue and unfortunately dogs can't live without their tongue so um we just focused on giving her the best quality of life um i set up one of the um i set up a lot of beach days for her and casino um, and then as, you know, as time got closer to her, to her going, I could just tell she wasn't as strong. So I started leaving casino at home just cause he can get a little rough. Um, and I don't think he realized, I didn't think he realized, um, she was, she was sick, but eventually I did realize he did know cause he, he was very sweet with her towards the end. But anyways, um, I also set up a photo shoot with a friend of mine named Hannah she is a very, very, very good photographer. She actually took photos of Casino and Kaya when they were younger. Um, so I called her and broke the news to her as well and just told her what I wanted to do was set up a beach photo shoot. I didn't want one of those. You know, sometimes you see, and not nothing against it, um, sometimes you see people do the uh, end-of-the-life photo shoots and everything's so dark and sad and, you know, they really do touch you when you see it, but I don't want to remember Kaya like that. I want to remember. I wanted to remember her, her fun-loving self, so... I asked her to meet us at the dog beach and the Huntington dog beach and, and do a photo shoot. And that was probably the best decision of my life. And if anyone is going through something like this, I recommend that you do what your dog loves, um, towards the end and get those photographs, not so much of having sad memories, but just really fun memories. And again, I have so many photos I could post. Um, but I'll try to share some of these on the Instagram um, if you haven't seen them already, but, uh, so, you know, we did the photo shoot, everything turned out great. Um, and there was just, you know, some days were harder than others, uh, dealing with her, uh, her tongue, you know, started hanging out her mouth and she was drooling. She was so messy and sloppy. And, you know, sometimes the tumor's bleeding and it was, it was rough, but, you know, I just asked her to just give me that, let, let me know when it's time. Like, don't fight for me. We had a lot of nights of just crying in bed, just talking to her. Um, and the day that it finally registered with me was, um, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I woke up around like two in the morning and I, you know, felt around the bed for her and she wasn't there. So I, you know, flashed my, my phone light around the room and she was kind of standing off, uh, in the corner, just looking at the wall. And so I call her over, she comes back to the bed and within like two, three minutes of being on the bed, she jumps back off. So I take her outside. She's not going to the bathroom, um, nothing like that. So I I kind of figured it was time. Um, I got her back in bed. We went to sleep. And then um, later that morning, she, she wouldn't eat. So I just knew it was time. So I text Beverly, set up um, a time for them to, to come in. Um, they do the in-home euthanasia. So... You know, they planned to come around six. So that day I just spent driving around to Kaya's favorite places. Um, and we went to the beach, uh, went to go get some food, you know, just gave her all the stuff she's not supposed to be eating. But um, and then, you know, I let the let the staff at the hotel say goodbye. 
Um, so everybody's in the crying. I'm like, I can't be here. I can't be here. So Jess is out there with them. And then um, Beverly, you know, when they when the vet shows up, I go out there with Kai and, you know, she's sitting there being loved on and stuff. And then um, eventually she kind of just jumps up from everybody and just comes and sits by me on the couch and just takes this deep breath. And I just knew that was time. Um, and, you know, like I said, I try not to get sad when I think about her passing um, because, you know, death you know, you can't avoid death. So, and nor is being sad going to bring the individual back, whether person, animal, whatever. <clears throat> but it, it, it's so much more fulfilling when you can think about the positive times you had or how you impacted or how that person or dog impacted you. Um, and that's how I chose to look at death when it comes to both people and animals is like, don't dwell on the saddest parts, but, you know, focus on the the fun parts. And I know it's not easy to do, not saying it's easy at all, um, but that's what I choose to do when dealing with death, whether animals, people, um, and it works out in my favor um, because, again, it's more rewarding when you can think about the positives versus, you know, the person being gone because being sad isn't bringing the person back. Um so yeah, since then, um, just been focusing on um, my new business. Uh, well, not really new. I had it when Kai was still with us, but um, I left the dog hotel um, to focus on my business, and we just rebranded. So it's called the Lazy Hound. Um, dog walking, pet sitting, pet boarding, and if I have time, we'll take on some dog training clients. But at the moment, we we've just been so busy; it's it's been tough. But um, you know, Kaya just taught me so much about empathy and, and, again, patience. And, you know, I wouldn't be who I am without her, you know, teaching these these life lessons. And that's what this podcast is going to be about is just sharing those stories of what the dog meant to you and or animal meant to you in general. And, and you know, what you learn from it. Um, and, you know, just being a, a sometimes it just feels good to get the story out. And I think with Kaya's story, I think that's what it is for me is I just love talking about it because when people saw us or saw how connected we were, you know, they, they were like, man, I wish, I wish I could have that or whatnot. Like these are things people said to us. It's not like I'm just making it up, but, and I don't mean to sound like crazy or anything, but it just was, it was that strong. Um, so, you know, you know, we want to keep this podcast going and just share similar stories on how a dog can impact you and, and, and change your, your course, um, in which she did, you know, like I said, she got me into dog training, um, to where I'm, I'm still learning certain things like we're, you know, we're good with basic obedience, but there's other things I want to touch on, uh, like scent training and stuff like that. So, you know, she just had such an impact on, in, in creating that in me, um, which, you know, I love and I choose to go through every day, you know, when days get tough, like situations like today is like, I'm like, dang, I was so excited to do this podcast. And then it comes and I'm like, the anxiety kicks in and I'm like, I, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I could do this. And I just have to, you know, knuckle up and, you know, just like, man, just do it for Kaya. And it just gives you that extra little strength of, you know, that you need to get through it. So, you know, here we are. And again, this, this first episode means the world to me. 
Um, this is not something I normally do. I don't like talking uh, in front of people. I don't feel like people want to hear me, but we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. Fail or success, it doesn't matter. As long as I can say I gave it my all, you know, we're going to do it. But I hope you guys enjoy it. Again, we're going to have tons of fun, fun stuff coming up. Some great guests. Um, my co-host, Andre, again, he's he's going to be very energetic. He's a very energetic person, very person, uh, good people person um, versus me, who's more laid back. And, you know, I'll probably let him take the take the lead on that. But we'll have great interviews um, with behaviorist rescues. Um, you know, we're going to be hosting events and all sorts of giveaways and just a lot, a lot of fun stuff coming up. There's a lot of projects I'm working on. Um, so just a lot of stuff to look forward to. So we do thank you for listening. You know, if you made it through uh, my boring uh, talk, <laughs> um, we thank you. And again, share, subscribe, comment, review, uh, whatever you can do helps us. Um, and, and again, we just hope you enjoy it and we look forward to seeing you guys again. <laughs> All right. And remember, with love comes loyalty. Loyalty.